The sermon for this evening is based on the book of Titus, chapter 3, verses 1 to 11. The sermon is entitled, Joyfully Lutheran, The Power of Holy Baptism. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> A question from the Catechism states, how can water do such great things? Certainly not just water, but the Word of God in and with the water does these things, along with a faith which trusts this Word of God in the water. For without God's Word, the water is plain water and no baptism. But with the Word of God, it is a baptism that is a life-giving water, rich in grace and a washing of new birth in the Holy Spirit. How can water do such great things? The Word of God gives the power. The Word of God saves each and every one of you. Baptism saves you as it is rooted in the power of God's Word. And there you rest in great assurance in perfect and complete assurance with all boldness and clarity of conscience. Because it's not about you, but it's about the saving action of our Lord through His Word. God's Word makes it happen, and faith receives what the Word of God delivers. Your faith is not what you have done, but what has been done for you. That is the object of your faith, and ultimately your salvation, your forgiveness, and being heirs to eternal life as we read in the book of Titus today. Our faith is always about outside of ourselves. It's about the word that comes to us through the word and the sacraments, the holy scriptures the preaching of long gospel, holy baptism, the Lord's Supper. Now, faith receives these words given by these means, and this is the life of faith. The faith that trusts in the power and promise of God and His Word. Because our faith is all about the subject all about who is doing the verbs. Is it us doing the verbs? No. We know what we have done, for we are inheritors of our first parents' sin, Adam and Eve. Now, the subject of the verb cannot be us, you or me, in terms of our assurance of salvation. The subject of the verb will always be God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He works. Salvation, forgiveness, eternal life for you through the power of His promise-filled Word. Now, in Joyfully Lutheran, Harrison writes, God places His Word and name into the water. His name and Word creates faith, particularly in the case of infants. Faith grabs the blessings out of the water. 
Faith grabs the blessings out of the water, for there the word is. Delivered by these words as we hear in Titus, but when the goodness and loving kindness, this is our God, of God, our Savior appeared to us, he saved us. How did he save us? Not because of works that we have done by our righteousness, but according to his own mercy. By the washing of regeneration and the renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. By the power of God, we know who we are. And through him, as St. Paul instructs Titus, the saying is trustworthy. And I want you to insist on these things so that those who have believed in God may be careful to devout or devote themselves to good works. You know, through the power of God's word, he has called us to be his own, that by the power of the Holy Spirit, he has created faith in us by this very word, trusting in what he has done for us by the free grace that only God could do for us, namely today in the water and the word. What a joy it is to stand here together, united together, knowing that we are children of God, right? Having the great assurance and confidence That certainly this is true, that I am, you are, we are children of God. For there in the water and word, we are covered in the garment of Christ's righteousness. In his righteousness, we go. Yes, we do. Good works. In Christ Jesus, we speak evil of no one in Christ. We avoid quarreling and and to be gentle and to show perfect courtesy towards not just some people, but all people. This is what we are called to do as God has given us our vocation. To live out our faith in great joy because we have the joy, right? We're not trying to find the joy somewhere, but it's with us in our baptism that we are robed in his righteousness, as scripture says in Galatians 3. And out of this great joy, as we are connected to the triune God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, out of being set free, identifying as children of God, these are the fruits of faith. To go. And do works. The works that flow out of the faith. As faith is in Christ. Our faith is his word in the sacraments. And through these gifts. As we are set free and forgiven. As heirs to his kingdom. We go. Remember as we read in Titus today. He saves us. Not because of works done by us in righteousness. You're not saved. Because of your works, you are saved by his mercy. And through his mercy, we go and do every good, merciful work to those neighbors in our lives. Not that we are, uh, as we are called to be Christian, right? We are called to do these works, not as wanting to be Christian, not as trying to earn our status to be Christian, not as purifying our conscience somehow by doing these good works, 
where we simply live the joy of salvation through the mercy of our Lord, his gifts to us. As we read that chapter on the power of baptism, how can water do such things? Harrison, uh, he refers to Luther in the book, and he discusses the word enthusiast or fanatic. In quotes, for Luther, the word fanatic meant a person who looks for God's word and will somewhere other than where he actually gives it in his word and sacraments. In other words, a fanatic is one who looks at the water in the font and says, how can water do such things? That is hocus pocus. That is just piddly water from the local water supply. How can water do such great things? How can all the blessings of Christ be tied to this handful of water. And that is the great temptation. The devil casting doubt on the powerful word of God. The powerful word of God that gives you the great assurance and peace and a clear conscience knowing full well that you are forgiven from God whom come all blessings, that from his word you have the great gift of this Gospel, But at the same time, that inner fanatic says, what? I need a greater assurance. I need something more tangible. I need a clear conscience. Can I find it in this water and word? I'm not sure, the inner fanatic says. For I must find it apart from God's word. That I must find it in myself and, and in my work for God. And that is the constant temptation of the inner enthusiast and fanatic. That if it's without God's power and word, then these good works that we're talking about today become your stepping stool to God. Right? That you tell yourself that my conscience is only clean when I do something good. That when I become the subject of the verb I, then it's my power to save and rescue myself from sin, death, and the power of the devil. The inner fanatic will tell ourselves, the word and sacrament is not enough. I need to do good to prove and provide the gold shiny seal of excellence and that badge of works righteousness because my hands have to be in this formula of salvation. And this is where the devil pounces on you. Because he will throw all these questions at you. Have you done enough? Have you done enough to save yourself? Are you sure you've done enough good works to prove your salvation? Are you really sure? And all the meanwhile, so easy, we turn away from the powerful and promise-filled word that is already given to each and every one of us. The greatest joy in the power of God's word in the water of holy baptism. That's, that's, the, that's the deceptive trick, you guys. Is that the devil is always trying to turn us away from the power of God's word. That our human will, our human reason, our human ego takes over. And soon enough, as we go down that path, 
we find our consciences, they're torn. Our assurances are flimsy at best, and we are struggling in terms of faith and to which our faith clings. And when the conscience is struggling, when the conscience is confused, the culprit of such terror is our misplaced faith. How can water do such great things? Because the word of God in and with the water does these things. You know, God is the doer. God promises you in his very word and water of holy baptism, where there in the word you trust that he has made you alive by his power. Jesus says in the Gospels, Lazarus, get up, unbind him, and let him go. And from death he arose, all by the power of God's word. As a lame beggar was at the temple gate of beautiful, there in the book of Acts chapter 3, Peter says, I am no silver or gold, but what I do have I can give you is the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. And the lame beggar who was from birth, he rose and he walked. Faith trusts in the powerful word of God. And that's the mystery of our faith, you guys. Our eyes of faith trust in the Holy Scriptures that point to us the great assurance that God is with us through these means. That there you find your great assurance that by the gift of your baptism, you are a child of God. And even in the darkest times when you are going uphill and you're taking so many steps backward and you wonder why and where God is, you flee to your faith. And that is the word of God that says, I am with you until the end of the age, that your sins are forgiven and that you are heirs to eternal life. This isn't just a platitude or a human invention. This is not just a man-made power that we're talking about today. But this is the promise of God as he gathers you by his grace through that water and word. It is God who gives. It is God who saves. It is God who rescues and covers and protects and provides for you through his powerful word. There he stamps and seals you as he renews and regenerates you in the gift of this water and word all from the fruits of the cross. And when your conscience wanders, when your conscience may doubt, and when you question yourselves, am I good enough? Your answer is a resounding yes. Because your faith is, I have been baptized into Christ's. Your conscience may be terrified as the master accuser, the evil one, the diabolical one himself, Satan says to you, surely you do not think you have salvation. What have you done? And your answer is, not by what I've done, but what Christ has done for me. This is your faith. It is Christ who gives, and in faith we as his children receives. Christ gives his life as a ransom for many. Christ gives 
and faith receives. The blood shed on the cross, the empty tomb, swallowing death by the way of this resurrection, giving us victory in his name alone. Again, Christ gives and faith receives. This is what Christ has done for you. He has set you free. Joyfully Lutheran, you are. Because by his powerful word, you are forgiven of your sins. You're not meeting him in the middle. This is not a transaction 50-50. This is all God's work for you. And there you very well know that you can't draw near because your conscience is cleansed and sprinkled with the blood of Christ. Again, Christ gives and faith receives. For your faith receives the word by the power of the Holy Spirit. And by this word, we go. We go joyfully doing His work that is set before us. Being gentle and and loving one another. Putting the best construction on things rather than speaking evil about people. Being at peace rather than quarreling with one another. And we go on in this new life that our Lord has given to us. May we conclude this sermon with these words uh, from Pastor Harrison in the book. Triune God, you have given me the clearest instruction on baptism. Your own inerrant and inspired word, the words of Jesus, the words of St. Paul, the words of St. Peter, all profess the clear truth. That baptism is your work, your gracious, saving action. Again, Christ gives and faith receives. Amen. Amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Midweek Sermon from Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.